What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, the coolest girl you've ever met. And I'm your host, Jordan Canning. This episode is uh, a unique one in my pr- uh, perspective on it, in that I How watched so? it yesterday instead of eight ah. days ago. <laughs> instead of last year. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, season five, episode six, Holy Rollers. Title holy watch. rollers, Brenda. Like holy moly. Title watch? Uh I mean they did church. They were at church. Uh, uh, holy ro- wasn't the holy Ethan rollers, was in a like, car for most of the episode. <laughs> he was in like three cars, which is kind of Yeah, funny. he was Yeah. Um wasn't I'm holy gonna say rollers that like title a, works. Wasn't the holy rollers like a crazy Christian cult or something? It was, but I mean holy rollers refers to a million things. Okay. It refers to Ned Flanders' bowling team. Yes. Uh, did you like this episode? No, of course not. Why? Did you? No. <laughs> well, let's go! Okay, I guess you'll tell me why over the next hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. This episode is written by Brenda Hampton and Jeffrey Rogers. Who? And directed by our good friend, Lindsley Parsons III. Oh, Lindsley shouldn't have good old sport. I didn't like this episode. The episode starts with Kathy sitting in Ethan's car, holding a cookie and drinking a big old bottle of milk, and she does a big funny burp. Uh, can, can I just say off the bat, the beginning of this episode made me kind of nauseous, because the idea of drinking a big jug of milk just kind of makes me feel sick these days. Why? Milk is a great idea. Milk is a great idea. I agree that milk is a good cereal delivery device. I'm not trying to like sound off on my milk opinions, but um, but I saw you know like it's good cereal delivery. It's good uh cookie dipping sauce, cake <laughs> sort of accoutrement. I saw um. Oh, I through... hate hearing milk described as a sauce. <laughs> you don't enjoy that. Um, I saw a neighbor, not to like call out anyone, just standing next What's to an name? open window. Um, Trembus. I saw Trembus, uh, standing next to their open window, just sort of drinking the milk straight out of the carton, (laughs) just, just chugging. And, uh, it, it did not sit well with me in my sort of stomach or in my life. (laughs) Is that what you do in your daily life? You just look out the window and watch your neighbors drink milk? No, I was walking past their window and they were sort of of putting on a show. You look into other people's windows and watch them drink milk. (laughs) They were standing right in front of the window drinking the milk. It was sort of in my sight. (laughs) They were looking directly at you. I I should have. (laughs) Daring you to say something. I should have averted my gaze as a a, a good Christian, but um, I didn't. Right. And I suffered the consequences. Much well, I mean, like, hey, uh, that's 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 much not like, on you. Like, if they want to do this weird ass exhibitionist shit, like, much I don't like think you can be held the, responsible the story for of, that. Uh, Lady Godiva and the peeping Tom. It was really my fault for looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. And I was the one who suffered for it. Yeah. So Kathy takes a big old gulp of milk and she does a big funny burp, and then Ethan says, "Wow, 
You're the coolest girl I've ever met. You're beautiful, huge. And then she says, uh, you have to get used to noises when you're carrying that much weight on your gut. It's it's wild because what what she says, he he says, great, great burp. I like it. And <laughs> she's like, you should be glad it wasn't something worse. What with my pregnancy and all that. And he's like, feel free to be yourself. Wow. He is Ben. He's too. Like, yeah, shit your pants for me, Kathy. It'd be like a funny Shrek joke, Kathy. Brown your trowel, Kathy. <laughs> Stop. And then he just he just fill her up. Stop. And then I'm he quoting says, the show. He doesn't say that. He okay, Whatever. okay. He 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 says that. Thank you. And he said it in the director's like, commentary. And then he says, "You want to know how I got these scars that you he don't really... get to see?" Hey, is hey, Brenda, Brenda Hampton okay? Uh, I think Brenda thinks that uh, smoking weed makes you throw knives at your kids. This is our second story in the past, like uh, I, I'd say, like. 15 or so episodes of, of a person smoking weed and then throwing knives at somebody see this is funny because because when nora described the i shouldn't say funny but when nora described the horrific, horrific incident i feel like she said they were like so high that they had no idea what they were doing but mm-hmm. ethan specifically says that his dad was like lecturing him and he mouthed off to his dad and his dad was and i quote so stoned that he threw a knife at me like he was playing mumbly peg so, did you, do you know what mumbly peg is? No, I feel like it's probably, judging by Brenda Hampton, it's something that you play when you're, when it's too rainy outside to play hoop and stick. <laughs> no, it is, it is specifically an outdoor game. Oh, I um, see. I, I had to look it up because I'm not a hundred years old. You're not Brenda years old. I don't live on the fucking frontier. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently mumbly peg is a game where you stand outside with a pocket knife and you th- Throw it as close to your own foot as you can. That's horrible. It's and like, oh, it's like the finger dance, but by yourself. It's like solitaire no, finger Well, I dance. mean, it's it's a competitive game. Mm. It's it's You want to throw it as close to your foot as possible without stabbing yourself in the foot. But the, the real challenge, apparently, is that if you do stab yourself in the foot, you win. So it's like, I mean, if you really want to win, you can just throw the knife in your own foot. Man, the name Mumbly Peg sounds a lot more innocent than the actual game itself. So it is sort of like finger dance. Yeah, kind of. It's I just like to talk about finger dance because I think that finger dance is so funny. Oh, finger dance is Um, specifically from A Song of Ice and Fire, right? Do we need to explain what finger dance is? Finger dance is a game in A Song of Ice and Fire where two uh, ironborn throw axes at each other's hands. That's right. You you have to try to catch the axe without losing your fingers, and the first person who loses a finger loses. And most ironborn are missing fingers because they love to play finger dance so much. Man, I could I could go on about how much I like the ironborn. But They're now it's so not the funny. Time. So, so everyone, uh, Ethan says, Ethan says, do you want to see my stitches off screen? And then he says, check out my scar, and you never see it on screen. And she says, he- wow, cool. He, by the way, he specifically, he, like, mentions his scar, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's it's no big deal. Like, it was, it was just, like, in my calf or whatever. But then he says he has 14 stitches in his leg. That's what happens when your dad gets stoned. It's fucking reefer madness, I'm telling you. You smoke weed and you throw knives. Have you ever seen reefer madness? No. I saw the musical version of it. I didn't know this was a thing. It's, it's sort of a satire. Oh. Exclamation point satire. So, ah. so then Ethan sort of pulls a, a Ben or Ricky voice and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, because Kathy talks about how her, uh, or he says his mom disappeared buying frozen peas. Frozen peas, by the way, he, yeah, he, he was eight years old. His mom said, I'm going out for frozen peas and never came back. 
But he specifically says, like, I thought it was weird because we never ate peas in our home. Have you which considered is like... that have you considered that maybe she was going out to see the hit movie starring Adina Menzel and Kristen Bell, and she said, I'm going out for frozen peas. Well, the movie didn't exist yet. What's the peas part? Well, she's an adult baby. Oh, like, so Kathy... please. <laughs> yeah, like, please. But then also she's Penelope Taint. Why is she, and... why is she... What? Why is she saying peas? Because she's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what happens when you get so stoned that you're I'm just saying I don't think your theory holds up. We have no I... reason to... They, he never says that his mom was a stoner. Uh, That's true. But I do like the idea that that she, instead of doing like the classic lie where you're I'm like, going out for oh, I'm, out for, I'm going out for cigarettes, and then your family's like, okay, she's always going out for cigarettes, and then you think nothing of it. She's whoa, like, I'm whoa, going whoa, out whoa, for whoa, frozen peas. And he's like, Kathy, that's weird. Kathy, sorry, I keep reading my notes of reading the word Kathy. Ethan's mom is a bad person, because she did abandon her kid. I sure. mean, she also abandoned her abusive husband. But... but we have, we wouldn't he want, wasn't abusive, we, he was just a professional knife thrower. <laughs> he was a professional uh, weed-smoking knife thrower. He loved to do it. Ethan's mom would never stoop so low that he she would smoke cigarettes. No. Come no, on. No. Come on. Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying she should have said specifically, I'm going out for cigarettes. I would just think that if you're, if, you're try, if you're lying as you leave your family, you would think that you would come up with a lie that they wouldn't immediately go, Huh, you never bought peas before. Anyway... Going to buy another copy of Matrix Path of Neo. <laughs> I'm going out to buy a third copy of Fallout 4. Oh, so you're Ethan's mom. Yes. Uh, no, so I, anyway. Uh, Kathy, Kathy says that she's like, she, she doesn't want to do that. She's too cool, to, not headshot cool to abandon your baby. Um, and Ethan's like, don't you want to be involved in your baby's life? And then she says, no. And then she says, uh, Amy, remember Amy and the open adoption? <laughs> Remember how Ricky convinced uh, Leon she, and Donovan off screen to not adopt? To be fair to Kathy, she does say that, like, it's fine if that works for somebody, but it's not right for me. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, quote, my role in life is to give this couple the baby they can't have on their own, which is a little bit oof. Yeah. Um, that's and why then, I was put on this earth, to have baby. Yeah, that's sure it is what she said. She says um, uh, that she met her ex at a spelling bee, and then Ethan says, huh. But he couldn't spell prophylactic, and, and then, then I Kathy tried to sp- and then P R O P H Y L, and then Margaret's like, "Hey, that's well, Mark. Well, I was trying that? to. She was doing that while I was trying to spell the word prophylactic in my notes, and I failed. Oops. Oops. What a loser. So yeah, Margaret. Oh no. Um, Margaret interrupts the spelling and says, "Kathy, go home." Sh- sh- Margaret is a lot of different people these days, huh? Yeah, I miss when Margaret was good. <laughs> she was, like, the best character on the show for a while, and now she's... I wouldn't say one of the worst, but she's a character. She's now a Secret Life character. <laughs> she's sunk down to the rest of their level. Yeah. Uh, I I hated this moment. Speaking of Margaret not having good moments, Margaret uh-huh. is like... Uh, oh, she doesn't actually say it, but what she what she's inviting Kathy to do is she's like, Hey, uh, Ethan, you need to go to, go to sleep early tonight. Uh, Kathy, do you want to come over tomorrow and carpool to mysterious location that we later find out is church with amy and ricky and ethan did, okay did last week did they establish no. that they would all be nope. no i didn't think nope. so either okay nice try 
Yeah, I feel like I would have remembered that. So Kathy, so uh, Margaret invites Kathy to go to church with everyone else, and Kathy's like, without telling her, by the way, she does not specify that church is where she will be going. <laughs> True, it's she's a twist tricking for her. Kathy to go, she's too. tricking her to go to church. Margaret, the Buddhist, is trying to trick Kathy, the pregnant girl, to go to cr- church because, as a Buddhist, she knows that Christ- good old Christian prayer is what she needs. Well, she's just trying to save her. And, she's but, a Buddhist. But Kathy's Kathy's like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll go if Ethan wants me to go. And Margaret's like, really, Kathy? You can't decide for yourself. You need Ethan's permission. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I would say, like, if it's, like, a group activity wherever they're going, like, they're all carpooling together. I don't think that Kathy can just invite herself to get in on that, uh, Margaret. Well, it's, you know, when, when Jesus is involved, when Jeebus is involved, everyone's invited. I guess that's true. And all then, right, I'll uh, go to church. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I have no excuse now. Be right um, back. And then then she's like, all right, get out of my car, Ethan, and make sure it's clean. I'm a jerk in this show now. No nope, um, no crumbs or milk stains, you fucking weirdo. And then uh, Kathy looks at Ethan, and then she says, like, ha-ha, bet you're not going to kiss me just for laughs, ha-ha. Uh, it's your choice. And then he says, like, of course not. We're friends for this episode. It's so weird, because he specifically, uh, she, well, she she's, like, kind of, kind of, like, I mean, I, I don't know how to describe what she's doing, but she says, like, you're not going to do something stupid like kiss me, are you? And then he's like, no, I thought we were just friends, Kathy, which yeah. is super weird because, like, they're on a date. Yeah. And she called him her boyfriend last week and he was well, calling her. Friends. It's off screen, you know, the most important. Yeah. It's like what David Benioff and DBY say. If it was important, they wouldn't show it on screen. Yeah, I guess they friend zoned each other off camera. <laughs> Uh, so that's so now that. we're Falling now we're love. at community church. Uh, yeah. Sadly, Bunny and the ch- the community church singers could not make it this week, which would have enhanced rip. the episode. I think you said good, yeah. huh? Did you say good? I said rip. Oh, I think you said good. I was getting. How very dare mad. you? I would never I say know. good. They're they're singing uh they're singing swing low sweet chariot on loop. Uh huh. And uh, Tom is sleeping because he hates Jesus now. Yeah, Tom is very, very atheist now. Uh, so it's what was Grace, the point Tom, of... Kathleen, and George. <laughs> what was the point of uh, Wendy Oldbag in this scene? I don't know. There's this woman who's sitting behind them and staring at George. And he turns around. He's like, George Jurgens, I sold you, you a, a dinette a few years ago. And then Kathleen's like, oh, he and I were married before and now we're dating. And then she, like, she literally oh, just stares at him Jeff? like mouth agape. What happened to Jeff and to Marshall? And then they do. I, I, th- I mean, they, I guess that's it. It's like, oh, judgy Christians. But she, I don't know. Whatever. Stupid. And then they, they do cares? a they do a church kiss, and George asks the important question of his Jack coming. Um, and fun fact: the the five miles away uh, Sagans lost their game because they weren't Christian enough. <laughs> I didn't realize what you were saying. <laughs> five mile away Sagans. Yeah, that's the team. We do, unfortunately, canonically know that they are the Bulldogs. Well, you know, Carl Sagan was kind of a Bulldog, if you think about it. Damn, that's so true. Uh, yeah, so fucking Jack and his team lost the game. <laughs> they and didn't I pray think hard can, enough. You know, Jordan, we, we talked, I think, last week about how there's there's all this stuff where it feels like Secret Life is kind of like sticking its nose up at christians but really what it is is that it's sticking its nose up at grace for not being christian enough i think you and i can agree at this point that they did lose the game because jack didn't become christian 
Yes, of course. They would have I'll tell you what, had. if Jack if Jack gets back together with Grace and uh, and starts going to church, you know you know he's going to be the star quarterback. And then the football team started to win. <laughs> the whole everyone in church applauded. So uh, Alice is here also <laughs> because this is okay. So what what do we ha- what have we had so far? We've had the pizza episode where everyone gets pizza. Mm-hmm. We've had the absent episode where everyone is absent. Yeah. Um. There was the episode was- where everyone was staying up all night. Oh, there was the up all night one, and then there was the one where everyone goes to church, which is yep, this everyone's one. going to church now. Oh, and the jacking off episode. Oh, and the jacking off one, of course. There was, I think, another everyone blank, but I can't remember what it was. There was also everyone goes to a party. Yeah, uh, everyone. So everyone's. I mean, everyone's at church. <laughs> well, what? What's the difference? Whoa! And Alice is here, and she looks uncomfortable. So she gets up and she walks out into the lobby and. Henry and Ben are there, and she says, "Hey, I'm I'm Buddhist and I'm an, uncomfortable at the church. Why are you not in there with me? There's no ambience, no statues or art." And, and then Henry, Henry says, "I'm Wheeler Catholic, and, Wheeler, and me yeah. too." Huh? He's what? He's he's Catholic. Oh, okay. And what is Madison? Well, Madison's Catholic. Okay, just making sure. So Henry Different. then goes into this piece about like. Well, I don't understand why churches are adorned with the image of the crucifix, because why do we need... You know, if you don't deserve Christ... You, if you can't have Christ at his worst moment, you don't deserve him you at his best moment. At his best. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why do we see him at the low point of his life? Why can't we see it at the high point of his life? Which I thought, <laughs> me and my stupid brain was like, ah, in the manger. It was all downhill <laughs> from there. But he says it was there. the fishes and loaves, so... Uh, by the way, I like what I liked about Henry going off on how bad Catholic art is and how much better Protestant art is is that you know that Brenda is definitely Protestant. Oh yeah, so Henry she- Henry's just reading his lines like Yes, Catholic art is oh, terrible. Yeah, I see. And I wish I that like we could have fun art like the yeah. Protestant church. And he's just like I wish looking over off like, camera at Brenda, like, uh huh, uh huh. I wish we could have like art of like Jesus wearing a funny bow tie or something on the stained glass <laughs> instead of Jesus dying. Jesus wearing a tuxedo T-shirt on the cross. The tuxedo of Longinus. Yes. So and, uh, <laughs> Ben, Ben, who is Catholic, by the way, I guess, is like, <laughs> what? Uh, actually, Henry, the crucifixion is the most important moment. And then Alice <laughs> says, why not the coming back to life part? Why is that not the most important? And then Ben says, shut the fuck up, Alice. Can't we talk about me for a second? <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I just realized the metaphor of that. What? Is that Ben? Ben is like the crucifixion is the most important part because he is currently crucifying himself for his crimes. Oh my god! That's why he's going to church. That's right. The two things that are similar. And then Ben literally says, "What if capital H he knows I'm here just to score some points with the school board?" You Which can is really not why he's you here. Can, you can very much hear the he. You can hear it in his inflection. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, who? And then he's like, points up at, up at you know, uh, Gary up in the sky. Uh-huh. Marshall. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> and then Ben also Seriously, thinks- Seriously, this is a fucking retcon. This, ben, this is not why Ben was going to church. No, he was here because the school didn't burn down. Or, sorry, what? because he didn't get arrested for the school burning down. What and is then this he says, fucking thing that Ben has decided that the fucking public school board will be like- Ah, well, after he accused Omar of being a pervert, he went to church once, so... Well, that, you know, no perverts, or no, like, wrongdoers ever go to church. Um, just want to say, uh, remember how, what, last episode, or was it the episode before, 
Dylan was like, you ratted me out to the cops and now I never want to see you again. And then that was her last friends, week. Her friends, ah, oh, you're right, off screen. So did he thinks that he's... Did we both skip an episode? No, I think this... No, this is the next episode. We because the episode ben where says, everybody was like, all right, and now to decide to go to church next week. I'm sure that Dylan's dad, if he knows that I went to church one time, will definitely let him date uh, his daughter. Oh, again. yeah, that was the thing, is Ben is also like, oh, and also I'm going to impress Leo and Dylan's parents. I'm going to fucking Alice. smack this guy. What I is did wrong like how with him? The resolution of this, though, is that Alice is just like, whatever, let's leave, and then they leave. <laughs> Oh, were they not there? Did they not go to church? No, they just left. Oh, so, but, well, it's good, because they saw him going into the church, so he can get his card punched, and then, you know, get right. into heaven later. Um, right. So, then, Ricky and co. are here for undisclosed reasons. I don't think they ever are given reasons a reason that for shall why. not be disclosed. <laughs> why are they here? Why? Can, can you come know. up with a reasoning for no. why they would be okay? Let me let me <laughs> see if Secret Life Wiki has a guess. Maybe it's because they're guilty about being not married, so they're going to church to try to no no. Uh, they were... No, the the episode oh, I know summary. Why I know why they're here. I know why they're here. They're here to see George and make Amy sad. The episode summary begins at the church, so <laughs> so yeah, they they're here. But no, because because Amy didn't know that George would be here. Yeah, they're, well, no, I'm not saying that she knew. I'm saying the episode needed them to be oh, here right. to see George. The script, yeah. she wrote the script and it said that something important would happen at the church. Yeah, and the funny moment, by the way, for the record, is that Grace is like, oh, I wonder if Jack is going to be here. And then she hears the door open and she looks over all excited, but it's Amy and Ricky and Kathy and Ethan. And Grace is like, ugh, her. And by the way, she did hates you- Amy again, by the way. She hates Amy again. Did you like how the church was like fucking dead silent? Well, it was so you could hear, and so you could hear sort of the drama and the juicy. So Ethan's going to be playing organ for the day. Yeah, I don't... He's sort of... He's sort <laughs> like, of Again, another a... thing that was not established at all. Is playing the piano anything like pa- playing an organ? I thought they're completely, like... If I had to work. guess, I would say that playing an organ is probably not exactly the same as playing a piano. Well, he can do it, and he's perfect. And also, you know, he'll be playing for the Calendar Girls, uh, and... He, uh, we haven't talked about that too. on the podcast podcast yet. Uh, I see. Well, now we can. And then uh, Amy's like, sees her dad, and he's like, oh, hey, he does the fucking, like, cross your arms and nod your head up, like, hey, at her. And she's extremely upset that he's here with Kathleen and not here with Yeah, she decides yeah. to sit in the back all the way opposite where he's sitting. Oh, by the way, Ethan does say uh, when Grace is like, oh, take a seat at the organ. First of all, Ethan is, like, surprised. He's like, oh, I thought that it would be, like, a synthesizer. Like, what are you fucking talking about, He was Ethan? gonna play, he was gonna play Take On Me for the church. He was gonna play Marry You for the church. He, he was gonna play Mrs. <laughs> he Sinister can only play Bible. one song. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's like, Grace is like, oh yeah, it's an organ, is that okay? And he says, oh, well, I'm, I'm pretty rusty, but I, I did play organ once before at a hockey game, so it should be fine. Who is it? So, like, Ethan is, like, a, a... Like a notable delinquent, right? Uh-huh. Like he's stealing shit and like taking things and uh-huh. doing, uh, distributing child pornography. When did he? But he have was time also to, like, like the sweet like six year old boy playing organ at the hockey game. Apparently, yeah. Like when did he get really good at piano? Is I guess is my question. I don't know. Um, well, I you know I think we've talked about how Brenda Hampton was just like or shit. Did I make this up? I don't remember. But I'm gonna it report seems this like as if it's, it's true. A fact. That that uh, Ethan appeared on the show and Brenda just like really liked his actor and was like, stick around. I think that Brenda found out that he can play keyboards and she was just like, 
this kid's amazing. Let's make him play piano all the time. So George is like, should I? This is like, you know, when you see someone you know in public and you're like, oh, they're with someone and I don't know if I should go say hi. Maybe it'd be awkward. They look like they're doing something. Except the person he's seeing is his own daughter. And he doesn't even like wave at her or anything. He's just he's out at church with his new family. Seriously. Like, he's like, I don't know. I guess I'll go back later. Like, of all the things Amy has to be upset about, this is the only one I'm willing to, like, meet her with. (laughs) No, seriously. Uh, So she's she's talking to to Ricky. Uh, She's like, she says that she's really upset because George is going to church with Kathleen when he never went to church with Anne. And then uh, Kathy's like, did did your mom go to church? And she says, no, but he could have taken her. And then, then, uh, is this one? Oh, and she's like, I can't believe Grace is at this church either. And then, oh, right. Does it? Oh, no. Ricky says he was at the church last time with Grace. Right. Yeah. Ricky's like, Just to oh, remind I, I haven't been, I have been to a church since I was trying to fuck Grace. Well, he was on the news. Remember? Yeah. He was wearing no shirt and all the adults thought he was very sexy. Yeah. Jimbo wanted to carve off a slice. A- Amy talks about how, uh, oh, he, he, he's, uh, He's like, hey, when are you going to tell your mom that you don't want a wedding? And she says she can't because she's in Italy, which mm-hmm. you know you can't talk to people when they're in Italy. It's very famous. And then Adrian Omar are here because uh, – because uh, Adrian walks in uh, and, and Amy just looks up at her and it's just like, ugh, she's here. Like, can we fucking give it a rest? Well, they're friends for life, as you all know. Oh, and God. Uh, and uh, he explains what a church is and how you don't kiss in a church. He literally, he literally is like, now, Adrian, you need to understand, this is a church, so we can't be, like, kissing or making out or anything. You can't be a dumb sex girl here, Adrian. Remember when Adrian and, uh, Adrian was at Amy and, uh, Ricky's wedding and she was just kissing? I don't even know, she, she, you know, she wasn't kissing anyone, she was just kissing. She was just kissing, just in general she was kissing. So, Uh, then he's, she's like, oh, we should go take a picture to prove that we were here for your yeah. mother and also for the school board and she gives her phone to a little boy yeah and then she holds up a bible to as as if it's like today's newspaper to like she, prove. she literally does hold up a bible and smile and pose with it while this hey reddit this Jacob is my Tremblay picture to verify that i'm christian takes a picture of them and then and then uh Mom, she says, mama's good boy with his hair all all uh, i okay let me right. tell you i love this kid because so so adrian says if the school board thinks you're just with me for sex this will be proof that otherwise and then the, this is my favorite thing because the little boy turns around and he says you said sex we're in a church and you said sex and it's just like this kid this kid got like a role on a tv show think about how exciting that would be for you or as a kid well maybe not for you because i don't know what you were into but like if i got a role on a tv show and i was like this is my big moment i'm gonna be on tv and then they gave Playing me the, script, the world's biggest dweeb and then, and then the it most says tight baby it boy says, good boy turns around and says you're have you said sex in a church and then it's like that's my big break this is how i'm gonna get into showbiz and then adrian by the way is like uh jesus had sex haven't you read the da vinci i wrote the same goddamn thing thank you the holy the holy grail was was mary magdalene's vagina as we all know mary magdalene magdalene you know i don't know anything about about uh theology i'm not davis arini i mean everything uh, i know about theology i learned from the da vinci code so reverend ah. stone is here and he he says like hey ethan you can start playing organ anytime and i'll come out with my big entrance and then Tom yells, get this show on the road. And then Ethan, yeah, does the, like, 
Here's what I really like because then he plays charge and then um then Reverend Stone like leans out and he's like play what a friend we have in Jesus page 23 play play the bread of God is bread and then he starts playing the music so he had sheet music in front of him yes but he just like subconsciously started playing yeah, charge the only I time guess. he's played organ was at a hockey game so his fucking muscle memory took over yeah, him from, from the all one those time years ago. Um, and then, oh, what happens? Time and then he says, Jews. oh, wow, I never thought, I never thought that you would want me to fucking play church music at the church. Is charge not, is, isn't it to say that you're charging up your faith? Sort of like, oh, Mega it's Man called charge? Up- I thought it was called church. <laughs> it's church, you know, where you pray. Da-da-da-da-da-da, church! Church! Uh, Jack is here with, who Jack's is it? Jack's here with Madison because yeah, it's season five! And guess what Grace does? She loves it because it's season five and she says... Grace stands up and yells, What the hell is she doing here? Excuse me? We're in a church and you just said H-E double hockey sticks in a church? And then then Ethan says, Hockey? Hockey? (laughs) You know what's great? Is that when he he literally plays a church again and the scene fades out so you don't see like anything else in it. Which uh-huh. I thought you could probably, I thought we were going to have like a whole church episode, but no, that's all the no, church they can No, we just, we just cut to the next scene and Grace is being sad in bed. She's after so, church. Yeah, so that was just, we didn't get to see the rest of the, the ceremony, which they reference. Ceremony? Sermon? Whatever. She does, she's so sad that it's season five and she is, uh, and Jack is with Madison in season five and not with her in season five that she doesn't want to eat, uh, lunch, uh, cause it's yeah. season five. Yeah, so Tom is like, you gotta forget about Jack, and she it's says, I can't, and then I said, oh, that sucks. Uh, and, and then, then she Brenda, says I mean, that... Grace says that being a Christian in high school is the loneliest place on earth. I sent you a message that was like, remember episode one, where Grace uh, was, like, handing out flyers or whatever for, like, the Christian after party for the football game, and everyone, including Amy and Ricky, was there, and it was, like, yes, popping the, off? Yes, the fucking Christian party at, like, the church gymnasium was like this the the biggest party that they've had that we've in the ever show. seen they had like meals and plates stood out and tom was there and jack and adrian kissed remember that and that was when they broke up or whatever and then and then um i want i want Lindsay to come back it would be grace bowman oh it looks God, like Lindsay. you need a friend the most frustrating thing is knowing that she's in all of these episodes she's just folded up on the ground in a human pretzel. <laughs> she's out of view because she's a pretzel yeah uh listen to the circle jerk and then uh george is here with his new family and he's feeling bad because he saw he got caught in the act uh, with his new family by his daughter uh, who's from his old family and uh and kathleen really is like not interested in this because she just wants him to eat i guess yeah well she loves to watch him eat it's her fetish <laughs> no no and he's just like i'm sorry like, i'm sorry do you not remember the fucking scene where george is over at kathleen's and he's and she's like explaining to him like we have yogurt and i can make you a sandwich and we yeah have and then he pretzels? says like and then he was like give me some beer and potato chips that's man food right god so that's probably why he really wants to leave because he's like sandwiches and yogurt <laughs> sandwiches aren't for men <laughs> sandwiches when will someone invent a manwich? <gasps> now you Whoa, can. I got a new manwich. I know what I can eat. I I know what I can we- eat on my recliner on wheels. A manwich. So um, he's just like I gotta go. I gotta go see Amy. Uh, goodbye. And then he kisses her and leaves, as is their tradition. 
Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> you just weren't Ricky, talking, so I wasn't. I, I was yawning. Sorry. Ricky is ah. trying to tell his uh, his dad uh, that they don't want a wedding, but Shaker is like, "Ah, I'm so happy about you getting married. I don't care what you have to say right now. I'm not even listening." And Ricky's like, "Oh man." And then, and, he's then, like, and then he's like, I got to tell you something. I'm, and then he, Shaker says, you're having another baby? And he's like, no, of course not. And then he says, I heard, Margaret, Margaret was watching season three of Secret Life of the American <laughs> Teenager before Amy went to band camp and they were talking about that. And I just, I just uh, wanted Not to, band camp, it was uh, school for uh, shitty Sorry, Nabokov school of shitty, shitty horn moms. And then uh, he's just like, <laughs> I remembered, by the way, that um, Margaret and Shaker are nudist Buddhists. And that makes mm-hmm. the funny racism Hindu wedding even funnier to me. Well, I mean, Buddhism, as I understand it, is is uh, a belief system that can uh, overlap with various other belief systems. I just systems. think the only reason they want to have a funny big Indian wedding is so they can make racist funny turban jokes about it. And like, Yeah, elephants. definitely. But I mean, uh, it, it is also like, I don't think he's saying let's have a Hindu wedding. I think he's saying let's have an Indian wedding. I guess so. I, I guess I don't know enough about Indian weddings to say whether or not uh, you're right. The only thing I know funny... about Indian weddings is that they don't always have elephants. I think they always have elephants. And also that uh, the bride gets henna. Ah. That's that's uh, the two Cer- things that I know about Indian weddings. Cer- Cersei was henna. Um, Cersei so- was henna. Uh, so Amy just fucking appears out of literally nowhere. <laughs> she, it's so weird. She it's swoops so weird. down from the ceiling like Batman it's and so says, weird. She says, hey, she Ricky. Sits down, she sits down on a shelf and says, don't be afraid of me. She, and, uh, she appears out of nowhere and says, uh, we already had a wedding. Show him the DVD, Ricky. And Ricky, Ricky has to like elbow her and be like, Amy, I can't show him the DVD. Remember? And she's like, I love oh, that this is yeah, set up. This is just John to set up that the, the DVD. CD. This is just to remind us that the DVD exists. It, a, it's to remind us that the DVD exists. I think B, it's also to remind us that they didn't get married because they just completely they dropped keep... <laughs> that plot last week. I thought they were going to talk about it this week, and they didn't. Nope. So uh, then, well, we'll, then, we'll get there, oh, but. and then Ricky uh, does what I would label as one of my disgraceful teen crimes for the episode. I don't know if another one where he says, <laughs> he says, Amy, <laughs> I'm a big man and I'm also wearing a diaper and I'm a little baby. So I'm going to go talk to Shaker and you tell Margaret that you don't want a wedding. You personally. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, oh, Amy wanted to talk to you, mom. Bye. Fuck that guy. And then, yeah. Okay, That's, I would the, say, compared to oh, what no. happens in a moment, that is Sorry, a very minor about disgraceful this. I, 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 I blocked it from my memory. So Amy is like, sits down with Margaret, and she's just like, Margaret, understand, she says, um, she's like, oh, you don't want Anne to give you a wedding and not us. Is that what it is? And then she says like, she says like, well, I can't say yes to you and no to my mom. Which makes sense, if it was true. And then Margaret is like, oh, well, I'm, I'm very happy. This is so funny because this would be a very good Margaret scene if it weren't for the things that Amy is about to say. <laughs> so, so Margaret is like, oh, well, you know, it would be great. We could, we could all join forces and do a big wedding because we just both want a day that you and your friends and family can celebrate the commitment that you're making. And then Amy says, okay, I'll say it. She says like, okay, I can't hide it any longer. I don't want my mom at the wedding. It's not because she's gay. Okay. It's because she's not the mother I grew up with. I don't feel like I even know her anymore, and it's, and we used to be so close. Thanks, now, Amy. Now, okay, first of all, footage fucking not found. Anne has not changed in any way. Anne is the same fucking person she has always been, which is one of the reasons why her whole, like, Anne coming out thing was so suspect to me, was because it was just like, oh, she's the same character. This I mean, is not what's... To- 
This is what's wild, though, is I, I can't tell if I, the viewer... First of all, I, I, I should say, I think that I, the viewer, am supposed to think that Amy is being sincere here. No, because it's playing sweet emotional music and she's crying and it's like, oh, emotional. She just doesn't right, feel like she's... Right, but they didn't do any work no. to, like, set up this feeling no, of Amy and being and it's like, the same person she's always been. Right, I, I literally have no idea. The, the only thing that has changed guess, about Anne is that now she likes ladies. Well, that uh, well, according to the show, that you know, I mean, not to say that you change when you, you know, it's you're always the same person. So I guess that I guess that Amy's even more incorrect in this assumption. I, I would I would argue that uh, if you if you want to be really realistic about it, in seasons one through three, uh, no, Anne did not have any. <laughs> any interest in women on any level in her subconscious well, it is a no but uh, yes it's just like but, like, but th- this is the thing that the thing that makes this so infuriating to me besides oh, how bad yes. it already is from what yeah. we've said so far is that she's saying like oh i can't i i i feel like when i'm when i'm around my mom like i'm like i don't know who she is anymore like it feels like we she's not she's not the she's not the woman i used to know as my mom when whatever that's already horrible but but then the fucking icing on the shit cake is that she's like meanwhile my dad no this is okay i know what you're about to say because i read what you were because she is upset with george too and she's she's saying that like not to i'm not trying to be la amy defender but you're but you you think that she's like oh well george is is uh is with grace and i still but i still like care about him that's literally what she's saying. Well, she's saying no. She seemed very genuinely upset at George. No, when she I was, it. and she should be. That that's my point, though. My point is not because she she's oh, saying to Margaret, she's like, I see what uh, you're saying. And also, what another thing that's happening is that my dad is. So like, she's conflating. She's conflating her mother being. No, 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 ah. no, no. You misunderstand me. Okay. She's she's saying like George feels like he my dad feels like he's just like leaving our family in the dust and running away to be with another family like he doesn't even give a fuck about us anymore. I I saw him at church today. I didn't know he was going to be there. He wouldn't even look at me. He he didn't uh he, he didn't, didn't even say to hi to me. There was one point she says where George got up and started walking towards me, but Off it was camera. to chase after Grace as Grace left, and that really hurt. And I'm like, "Damn, that's fucked up." And I, I, I appreciate all of that stuff that Amy's saying. I think that's very reasonable that she's hurt by that. That makes perfect sense. But the fact that she says the reason she doesn't want this wedding is because she doesn't want Anne to be there because she feels like Anne is yeah. not the mother she once knew. Yeah. She, but she doesn't say a fucking thing about George being part of the problem for I the mean, wedding. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. George has always been a douchebag. Not like this. That's true. He's been. Way I mean, worse. I mean, in uh, in other equally bad ways, but not in this specific no. way. <laughs> it's just so funny. She's like, "Well, my mom is the exact same as she's always been, but now she's out, and George is like hanging out with his other family, like caring more about the their adult children than me. And these are two equally bad things in my eyes. Right, but not Thanks, not Brenda. even equally bad. Not even equally no, bad. No, you're right because, because her she's... mom is the one who's ruining the wedding for her. Thanks, Amy. Let's move past this because it's making me upset. Yeah, this this but shit yeah, sucks. And then Disgraceful is like, teen crime. What the fuck, Amy? Margaret like t- oh yes, of course. And then Margaret like turns on her like I'm season one or two Margaret now, where she's just like 
She's like, well, you'll always have a, your family. And she's like being rational. And she's like, you've got your mom and your dad and your sister and your brother. I don't know. And Amy says, who? About what? There. Yeah, who? me too. I have a little brother. And then she says, and you've got me and, and Nora and Shaker and you've got John and you're, you have your own family. And it's like, oh, that'd be so sweet if Amy wasn't complaining about how homophobic <laughs> she is right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Amy. Yep. And, and then, then Margaret she- says, uh, Amy's, Amy's like, oh, I, I, okay. Amy says that she doesn't feel old enough to have a family of her own and to be married. And I sincerely can't tell if she's lying about feeling that way or not. Um, you know? <laughs> because we have gone back and forth so much on whether or not Amy actually wants to marry Ricky. And I seriously don't know what she wants anymore. I, you know, I don't Amy think. Amy has ceased to be a character, unfortunately. No, I think she's just there to be like. What is she there to be? She's there Why to be she... Ricky's Ricky's punching bag that also makes him look nice by punching her. <laughs> oh god, that I took so much psychic damage from you saying those words cuz that's 100% true. She exists for Ricky to go, "Amy, you're so fucking stupid and annoying." Oh. And then everybody claps for Ricky. And then he like gives her like a a kiss on her cheek and, and then, then like, he ma- uh... he gets made employee of the month and gets a $100,000 <laughs> bonus. <laughs> Which is what happened when yes. So, so then, uh, what else happens in this episode? She says, like, oh, people who get married go through buyer's remorse, and, you know, you'll get, you'll get through it, and just, you know, when you say I do, it means you'll be together forever, and that's good for you. Yeah, and, and then, then the end of, the end of this scene in a vacuum would be so nice if everything yeah. in season five wasn't so fucking horrible with Amy, because Margaret's like... It's just like, so bad, because it's playing, like, like, when Amy, like, you know in the really, like, sweet... Um, but, like, sad scenes, not to, like, just make you upset, but, like, when Amy, like, told her mom she was, like, pregnant or whatever, and they played, like, the sad music, and they, they sort of hashed it out, and, they, yeah, you it's, know, it's it like the, the, the sad but hopeful music as yeah, someone, like, confesses it's like, it's their, like their sad she's, feelings. She has, she's hurt, and she's explaining how she feels so she'll feel better, except the thing that she's hurt about is fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, then, Brenda. But let's let's just enjoy the end of this scene and pretend that everything around it didn't happen, which is that Margaret's like, I'm sorry, Amy, we, we've all been thinking of ourselves before you in planning this wedding. We didn't even think to ask what you want. And Amy's like, that's okay. I forgive you, mom. Aww. She's saying that because she doesn't want to she doesn't want to have her mom anymore. Um, we see now see Ethan in car number two of three of the episode. <laughs> yeah, now he's, he's just sort of he was in Margaret's <laughs> car before. Now he's in Ricky's car. He's sitting t- talking to Kathy while Lauren is just looking fucking miserable outside. <laughs> Man, if only. Uh, <laughs> think I gotta watch that clip after this. <laughs> and then Ricky walks over and says, "Hey, can I have John's backpack?" Hey, Ethan, don't do anything fucking stupid. And then Kathy and Ethan are like, "Haha, what if we kissed? Haha, that would be stupid." Just for laughs. Ha-ha, and then they don't kiss. Ben is doing homework, and Leo comes in, and he says, You should be doing homework! What the fuck, Ben? And then Ben says, I am doing homework. And then Leo says, Oh, in that case, do you want to be a third wheel on my date with Camille? <laughs> and then he's like, I'd love to go out with you and Mom, just joking, ha-ha. And, uh-huh. uh, so... I've always had a dark sense of humor. God, that was so fucking weird. Todd Phillips is like, It'd be really cool if Joker called his stepmom mom. Not his stepmom, his dad's girlfriend. Anyway, Leo Leo tells Ben, he's like, Ben, you're stupid for getting yourself into that big, horrible mess. And then Ben says, actually, there were no consequences for any of it. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> what are you talking then, about, Dad? I didn't blow up the school. I'm not in trouble. My grades are still good. <laughs> What's the my problem? My skin is clear. My eyesight is fixed. 
Uh, he tells Ben that he's still like, he's like, he's like, Ben asks to be with Dylan again, even though she broke up with him and is angry at him for, for last episode. And then he says, you shouldn't reflect and focus on doing school. And then he looks at Ben doing homework and just like knocks his computer off the table and is like, fuck you. Leo says, Ben, you should, you should take this time. You should go to college. You should go to, uh, you should go to the University of On the Sun. <laughs> Well, he's, he's like, he's like, Ben, it's your senior year. Instead of worrying about girls and all this horse shit, you should, you should be taking time to, you know, focus on school, get good grades, uh, and, and look at what colleges you want to go to because, like, you're not planning on going to college here, right? And then Ben says, I don't know. If we get a season six, I probably will. Yeah, that was, I, I had big Brenda looking at the camera energy and just winking. <laughs> because because she's like, well, you know, we got to hold out for a miracle. I'm not sending Ben anywhere just in case. God, can you imagine if this show got one more season and every oh. single character all went to school at the same fucking college in town? And then they just cuts to Kathy and Ethan just for like scene. No, they're always hanging out at the college too for some reason. <laughs> they, they're doing running start. Oh my God. So, so then. Even though they're le- freshmen. Yes. Well, they're sophomores at the next season, season six. Yes. What in your season six fan fix- fictions have you read reading? Have like they been hanging out with Doctor Trey or anything? Are Kathy and <laughs> Kathy and Ethan in it? No, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, most characters are not a part of the story. Huh? Interesting. It's it's mostly just Amy and Ricky, and occasionally Ben pokes his head in and says, "I'm a motherfucker," and then they say, <laughs> "Fuck you, Ben." <laughs> it's like Kramer. And uh, so so then he says like. Uh, ben just talks about how he wants to see Dylan, and then we yeah, cut to Dylan. Who wants if to you s- want to work on any relationships, you should work on your relationship with Henry and Alice instead. And then Leo says, "Yeah, that's Leo forgot then- that Ben had sex with Alice." And then Dylan is sad, listening to the song Ben from the movie Ben. Yeah, so I had never heard me neither of the movie Ben. I think I think we can both imagine Brenda or uh, Lindsley Parsons. Um, furiously searching on the internet and or looking through their gramophone collection for Lindsley's uh, sake. Just being like, gotta find a song that's called Ben. I gotta sign a, find a song well, called this Ben. Well, is, this is what's fucked up, though, because honestly, I would say that this is like one of the cleverest things they've perhaps ever done on the show. Uh, I really liked, uh, I really enjoyed the, I guess in, I guess now in retrospect, intentional uh, choice of the love I saw in you and was just a mirage as they were getting ready, ready for their first date. Yeah, but maybe that was that's bullshit because, maybe because that's at that what, point, Ben and Dylan, we had no reason to believe that they didn't have like a nice, perfectly fine Maybe that's what Dylan should have been listening to. But you'd be like, man, <laughs> but, I miss Ben. He okay, was a mirage. So if you've never heard the song Ben, I had never heard the song Ben. It is a song by Michael Jackson from a horror movie called Ben about rats. It's about a rat named Ben. Yeah, so I actually got the the plot summary here. Just a Me quick too. one. Me uh, too. A lonely boy named Danny Garrison befriends Ben, the leader of the colony of rats trained by Willard Stiles, which was from a, the movie that came before it. Ben becomes the boy's best friend, protecting him from bullying and keeping his spirits up in the face of a heart condition. However, things gradually take a downward turn as Ben's colony becomes violent, resulting in several deaths. Eventually, the police destroy the rat colony with flamethrowers. Like, I'm sorry, that's that's just Ben's storyline this season. Oh my god! Um, you know what's funny? And then, like, if, if I recall correctly, at the end, Ben is okay, and then they hang out with the boy. 
the boy and Ben hang out, which I think is yeah. funny because that doesn't even sound like a horror movie. I'm sure it, it I'm sure it is if you watch it, but it just sounds like a nice movie about a boy and a rat being friends. <laughs> yeah. With a bittersweet uh, ending. So Dylan's dad walks in and it's like, you listen to Ben, you know that this song is about a rat and Ben ratted you out. Your dad should be your hero, not Ben the rat. And then she says, like, oh man, they're actually doing something here. Yeah. You know, cool teen moment for the effort. Oh yeah, I'd say so. Um, and then she says, uh, she, she shows the script of the last episode and puts it in a shredder. And then she says, disregard my previous statements. Uh Ben is so grounded and level headed. I think he completes me, uh, mini me voice. And then remember when I said that he's criminally neurotic? Well, now I think he's level headed and grounded. (laughs) What happened? And then Pudding Pop is like, don't you forget that Ben has that school board hearing going up where he's going to testify. Is he going to tell them that, that, that. Is he going to tell them Omar is a pervert or isn't a pervert? I don't know, but I think the implication is that the school board is basically deciding right now they're either going (laughs) to... The way that they're talking about this school board hearing is that one of two things will happen. The school board will say, ah, yes, Omar is a pervert. He's fired and arrested. Or they're going to say, ah, yes, Ben was lying. He's kicked out of school and arrested. Let's hope that both happens. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. Oh, uh, Ben was lying in this moment, but Omar is a pervert, and they should both be kicked out of the school and arrested. Yeah. Uh, Dylan says, Dad, I love him. And then her dad says, no. And no! Then, and then we get, like, another, like, minute and a half of Dylan's dad talking to her about whether he's or like, not he's he like, date He's like, next ben. season, he'll be right down the street in college, and you'll have a new boyfriend that is in the next season that we haven't met yet. Stay tuned for season six. Come on, listeners, write into ABC and tell them for season six. And then Text he calls more her please to two one two one two. He calls her Cookie, which which I think he I think Brenda got the script mixed up because that was Grace's nickname. Yeah. Um. And then Grace he says, bursts like, in and says, "Hey, hey." Um. And then he's like, "You need to date whoever uh, whoever you're with has to fit into this family." And then she says something about like, "Oh, I'd hate for you to lose me." Because you won't let me date my uh, criminally neurotic boyfriend who is level-headed and grounded. Yeah. Yes. And, and then, then they talk for way longer. Who cares? So then Ricky. we're with Amy and Ricky, and they're talking about something. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. Uh, she talked about seeing George at church, and then he yeah, says, whatever. like... She yeah. says, uh, she's like, oh, my dad is going to meet oh, us at our apartment no! to talk about today. And then Ricky says, Amy... Your dad has a key to the apartment, and our wedding video is in the laptop. And then we cut directly to George sitting at the laptop, listening to Mississippi Squirrel Revival, clapping his hands and having a fun time. And then he, like, frowns at the end. But okay, okay, okay. I don't want to get too into the weeds on this. I just want to clarify that George used his spare key to get into their apartment, found the laptop, which I guess has not been touched since they Apparently watched the wedding video. Apparently has just been video. playing their wedding video on loop, <laughs> I don't I think so. I don't think so. I think that he saw the laptop and then hacked into it because I'm sure they're password protecting their stuff because Ricky would definitely not let Amy, you got to set a password, make That's it be true. my name. And then I like he, that you said, let's not get too into the weeds. And then, well, now I'm in the weeds. I'm fully in the weeds, uh, throwing yeah. knives at my son. <laughs> and, uh, and George is like, well, better hack in. He, you know, he gets like, he gets Roberto who's here now from Italy, like to put his here, hands I, on the I keyboard. Have, I have a more epic keyboard. Okay. God, that's epic. And then he's like, I'm in. I guessed it. I guessed that it was, uh, I hate Ricky 291, um, which is Amy's birthday. And, uh, she was born in February the 91st. And then, and then hating Ricky. And then he sees, like, 
that there was a disc in the disc drive and he thinks it's like video games or something or something funny maybe america's <laughs> funniest home videos and he's like i gotta oh, got watch games this on here <laughs> do you have games on your laptop is this a gaming pc and then he opens it up thinking that he's going to be playing a morrowind a very good video game and then he opens it up and it's their wedding and he says ah and then he sees them run out and throw the money at the man and then he frowns but then he skips but also, back to listen to Mississippi but also he's upset again. he's upset yeah because he loves it but he's also upset because they did have a kooky wedding with a strange man and he's very mad and that they didn't him. follow yes how did they get the how did they get the video? But also, just like, he was like, you should have stayed there in the building with the funny guy. He was so funny, you made me laugh. Why? <laughs> you should still be there to this day. Live streaming <laughs> is funny antics to me. Uh, yeah, we so come that's... back from commercial. Tom is with Grace, who's still being sad in the guest house. And she says, Grace, you need to either get over Jack or just go and tell him he's your boyfriend. And Grace, says, I like you it. Don't I like the first. I was I was nodding furiously for the first half of his sentence. Yes, Tom, I've never agreed with you. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, uh, I did agree with him when he hurled a football at Jack's nuts. But he's uh, so Grace is like, you don't understand, Tom. He's always pressuring me into sex, and then and then Tom, <clears throat> Tom, I, I can't emphasize enough that I'm not joking. Tom literally says this. He says. Oh, I understand. People at my job are always trying to pressure me into sex to get me fired. Mm, and then he says that he he uh, he says that the way he resists is by looking at his paycheck. So that's cool. I, also, isn't Tom like not to like horrible ethics and capitalism? Tom is the vice president of HR. Yeah. If anyone was going to be able to get away with it, it would be him. Yeah. And I also like that that the only reason Tom isn't giving into this is because he thinks about his precious paycheck. You know, I don't even know what to say about this. So Jack so is Jack in his dorm is, bedroom well, he's on got the a couch, football. but he he's does got a have his shoes on. He's got his foot. He's got, he's a got his feet boner. up with his shoes on on the couch. Did, did you like his football boner? Uh, <laughs> you know, I he, didn't make a note of it, but I did. Uh, if if uh, if my girlfriend hadn't been sitting right behind me, I would definitely have written down that he was jacking off his football boner. Well, he's got it right at crotch level and he's sort of stroking it. So I think it's just sort of, you know, it's deep psychology. Yeah, so Reverend Stone walks into his oh, dorm room and says, oh, well Get your placed, fucking uh, shoes off the couch, Jack. Why didn't you come and visit us after church? Oh, he says, Ah, a well-placed football can do many things to a man of, of, of his persuasion. And uh, yes, the Reverend, Honorable Reverend is here in his dorm, which is a new set, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. They just, uh, and he, yeah, he's, he's the, for the first time in his life, he's angry at his son. Yeah. Uh, because how dare he go to church with Madison, which I, I agree with, I should say. How dare you? Well, no, 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 no. I I don't think that the I mean he he does take issue with that, but when he walks in, specifically the thing that he says he's upset about is that Jack didn't like come hang out with them after church. He's mad about a lot of things. I this is when I wrote down because because he says like Madison asked for a ride to go to Grace's church, which is very strange because she is Catholic. But I guess she wanted to go to Protestant church. She knew for the day. she knew that Jack was being pressured to go to church, and she saw it as an opportunity to hang out. Why with didn't him? she just say, "Come to my that. church, and then you know you can bone me in the confessional"? Because Jack wanted to go to the same church as Grace. So ah, uh, it's a plot contrivance. And then yes. Jack's like, "Madison doesn't even like me. She's just missing having a boyfriend to take her to places." Ding. Huh. Saying oh yes! Saying, oh yes! He, he got it right. Sorry, that that wasn't a cinema sins ding. That was like a ding ding yeah. ding. You got it. Yeah. And then he's like, I just want to have sex specifically with Grace. I know I'm in college, and I know she's in high school, and I know that there's lots of other people. There's a lot of fish in the sea. There's you know, there's one other. There's two other women here. There's uh, there's Adrian and what's her name, Clementine. Got it. Who? Who? 
And then uh, Reverend Stone is so fucking pissed because he's just like, stop having sex. You're too old for this game. And then he says my favorite line of the episode where he says, Grace is still the girl that you fell in love with in 10th grade. (laughs) Season five, smiling serenely. I mean, I I would not even agree with that, but whatever. No, well, she's funny Christian again, so it's, you know, she's she's experienced reversed reversed character. No, she's funny fake Christian. I know, she's Uh, fake Christian. Did, did you by the way when when reverend stone walks in and says why didn't you hang out with us after church jack says oh because i couldn't face you after what i did so why did you fucking if you were gonna go on a church date with madison why did you go to the church where your dad works uh well everyone else was there and it's the episode where everyone goes to church also i really like the fact that um reverend stone gets into his dorm somehow and then uh jack says how did you get in here and he says i'm a man of faith i'm I a man of god i can go wherever i please which is horrifying to think of those implications to me I toggled no clip <laughs> uh jack uh or reverend stone is like you need to grow up tell grace how you feel and if you if you want to be in a relationship with her where you're not having sex then do it but she doesn't want to have sex with you right now so if that's not going to work for you, then fucking get over it and move on with your life. And I was Parentheses, just like, Damn, it's season five. Go um, off, King. But also it's season fucking five. It's uh, and then Adrian and Omar are hanging out because they've been broken up and they're not dating, I guess, like, but yeah. they are now. And uh, she says that if they try, Adrian tells Omar that if they try to fire him at the school board meeting, he should get an attorney. And then he says that he's he's not even like getting paid to teach there. He's a student teacher. And then she says, a, and he trusts the system. And then she says a line that I didn't enjoy thinking about the, uh, <laughs> she Brenda says, wrote this, this is Brenda, right? She wrote she this says, one, right? how did you grow up with pigmentation and trust the system? And he says, because my dad is a cop. <laughs> and then she says like, ah, so you think you understand, you, 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 you don't, you trust the system and you live in it. I'm very intelligent. And then, there's and then a someone knock on knocks door, on the door, and, Adrian, and Adrian's about, response you, is so weird. She's like, what's going on? Someone's knocking on my door on Sunday? I'm the Sunday afternoon murderer! Better let me in. And it's Omar's mom who is fucking going door-to-door evangelizing, apparently. Yeah, she's like, I'm making my Sunday calls. Ring, ring. Ha-ha. And then she, uh, she, she says... You know, Adrian, I heard that Brenda just took several elephants out of her season five budget. Would you like to go to Funny Gospel Church with me? I really want every episode for the rest of season five for them to go to some different kind of comedy church. So for this one was like normal church, Protestant mm-hmm. church. Next week will be Funny Funny Gospel Church. Then we'll get like Clown Church. And then, oh like, man, I would love Secret Life season six, Clown Church. Then like Western Church, not like the wet, like Cowboy Church, you know? <laughs> Mississippi Squirrel. Like, they'll church. run out of churches very quickly, and then they'll go to synagogue, and but it'll all be Christian. Like they'll all be like Jesus <laughs> oh Jewish at the church. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call it. And then they'll go to they won't go to Muslim church because Brenda like wouldn't even touch that because she's horrible. But they yeah. would. So go to, Omar's yeah. uh, Omar's mom is like. So you went to church, but you didn't go to my church? And he says, well, uh, if I if we went to your church, then you would want it to be a commitment to keep going there. And we're not ready for that. Hey, what's, uh, what's your favorite and then kind she's, of church? She's like, oh, you're not ready for that? I, are you even together right now? And then Omar's like, oh, we're broken up, but we're considering getting back together. So what? Why are they going on, like, church dates together when they're not even dating? Well, they like church that much. Hey, what's your favorite kind of church? Um... I like space church. I was I was actually going to say virtual reality church. 
Oh, that's good. Like VR chat church. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. like Hatsune Miku is there and then Kermit is the, the, the pastor. Uh-huh. Um, and then, okay. So, so then Adrian says she wants to focus on school and then, and then, oh, oh, this is ooh, juicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, Omar's mom says, everyone is welcome. You can even bring your gay friend Grace if you want. You know, Omar's sister is gay and we can fix him up funny. Ha ha. What's Omar's sister's name? I didn't write that down. It's Janie. Janie. The classic name of a teen. I guess she's not a teen. Or no, yeah, she says little sister. Yes, well, you don't know how little she is. Well, I mean, I would assume that she's Grace's age. (laughs) I guess you're right. (laughs) Um, well, you know, it's, you know, Janie and, and Monica and Sandra and, uh, Dolores. So he, anyway, he, he's like, he's like, thanks for dropping by mom. And then oh, Omar's, you have more notes on this scene. That's amazing. Yeah. Omar. Oh yeah. Well, Omar says, uh, I'll let Adrian kick me out whenever she wants. And then, oh, and <laughs> can I please read you my note verbatim? No, I'm going to read it to you verbatim. It says Bennis calling Dylan. Oh, it's Dylan's mom. Oh, Ben is calling Dylan. I thought I was. I thought I called him Benis. Yeah, just a funny Benis. So Bean calls Dylan. Bean, funny Benis calls Dylan. Uh, Dylan's mom, mom answers. answers the phone, and she says, "Oh, Dylan is heartbroken that you uh, ratted her out, and she yeah. hates you, and she thinks you're criminally neurotic." Yeah, yeah. Uh, she uh. says, "I want Dylan to be happy, but I want her to be happy with a guy who is reasonably sane." And then Ben says, I'm reasonably sane. No. I have another chance. And she says, no. okay, I'm going to give no. the phone over to Dylan, but don't tell her dad. Please, no and more. Then, and then Dylan says, hey, Ben, it's all my fault. I'm sorry. And she says, hey, here's a fun idea. What if? <laughs> no. She says, Ben, have you ever seen season one of The Secret Life of the American Teenager? <laughs> what if? Okay. She, he says he reads the wrong script and he says, Okay. I'm going to pretend to date Alice to make you jealous. Wait, fuck. That's the wrong one. No, no, no. Not, not, no, not no, jealousy. No, no, no. The other one. The, the other one that we did. No, she she says, hey, what if I, Grace, pretend to date <laughs> Henry, Jack, or Ricky, rather, Ricky, so that I can so date I can go you, see Jack? Jack. <laughs> this and then got Ben my says, gears. that's great. It worked out really well for Jack, Grace, and Ricky in season one of The Secret Life of the American Teenager. And then I said... Why, how in the world would any of them agree to this? To For Alice to pretend to date Ben and Henry to d- pretend to date Dylan. And then we cut to Alice saying, that idea is crazy. And then Henry says, I love it. Guess I don't need to, like, reason with this one. <laughs> yeah. So, so this got my gears a turn in. What if? What oh, if? What if? Wow. Ben pretending to date Alice, endgame ship, and Alice, or sorry, Henry, Dylan, endgame ship. Think about it. They've been Alice and Ben have been friends for so long, and they began. They ended season four making love. And if <gasps> you make love with someone, you have to marry them. Oh shit! I didn't think of it that way. Uh, that seems over. Wait, 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 wait. They've been so close since grade school. They're basically brother and sister. If you think about it. Thanks, Brenda. So that's the end of that scene. Thanks, Brenda. So that's the end of that <laughs> scene. We go to Amy and Ricky and John who return home. They're looking for George. Did you like <laughs> how John is- goes? Grandpa? Grandpa? And then moments later, they ADR in the exact same grandpa? <laughs> they find George dead on the ground. I thought he was going to be, like, it, like just, like, on the floor. But, th- no, he's not around. And then they see that they that, uh, the, they left their, their uh, gaming DVD out. Yeah, and Amy then, says, oh, Ricky, you left out the Alienware. Ricky, you left out your HP Omen Obelisk. <laughs> um, you left out your Razer keyboard and mouse. Um, George, okay. 
here's my question. George is here now. He he he's in. They let him in, and he like lies no, about no, having. No, no, he he no, he knocks in. Yes, and, he and they're like he he makes a comment. He's like, "Hey, I forgot I had a key. I definitely wasn't here before." Here's my question: uh-huh. Where was George in this moment? Because they live in a single he was apartment. Jacking off in the butcher shop bathroom. I was so he might yeah because they didn't see him and presumably they didn't see his car. Mm-hmm. His funny car, or his motorcycle, probably. And then he's here, and then he's like, oh, I don't have keys. And then he's just, like, pretending that he didn't watch the funny DVD, which never gets brought up for the rest of the episode. Which, to me, it means no, that he didn't... No, Jordan, you're so stupid. What? <laughs> no, How did you not... I know, I know that he's lying about it. I know that he saw it, and he's, like, not bringing it up. But how funny would it have been if George was just didn't get didn't get the picture? He's like, "Oh, that was so funny," and they got married. <laughs> hey, I watched your wedding video. It was really funny. Nice. I liked how you ran out the door at the end. Well, they were so excited to get married. Maybe he thought they were so excited to get married. I liked how you ran out the door at the beginning. And you and <laughs> and then it was forty five minutes of the of the fucking funny old man crying. <laughs> no, he was laughing. He was having such a good time. Woohoo! Woo! Everyone always runs away. I love it. They're so happy. So, yes, uh, they, Ricky then, t- uh, he sees George here, and Amy says, oh, you've been too busy with Kathleen to notice, and then George, uh, Ricky takes John and says, I'm not willing to have this conversation for the second time today, goodbye. Here, I make Amy have all the difficult conversations, John, at least this one was with her room. own. At least this one was with her own, her own father, in Ashley's words. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so then George like, says, hey, Amy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for, for disappointing you, you today. You know, I think that you and I expect too much from each other. He says, which parents I, di- yes. it's your fault too, Amy. He says, parents disappoint their, well, it's her fault for going to church, which he's never done before. And then he says, parents disappoint their kids. Just like kids disappoint their parents. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. He says, he says, I think that Anne is disappointed that you eloped and that's my fault. I think that the women really want to see you get married, which is shake or erasure for the record. And then he uh, says, like, all I want for all I want in my life is just because I wish I could have seen the I do the moment that seals the deal. So as long as you get a, and he says, oh, do you want to have like a, a, a ceremony or just a reception? Because if I could have one point of feedback in this, I just want you to have a legal wedding where you sign the paperwork and then say I do in front of me so I can see it. No reason, just for just for fun. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he he says uh, that he he's willing to go to the wedding without Kathleen, and he can talk to Anne about going to the wedding. Point there. Well, it's her fault for going to church, which he's never done before. And then he says, "Parents disappoint their kids, just like kids disappoint their parents." You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. He says. He says, "I think that Anne is disappointed that you eloped, and that's my fault." I think that the women really want to see you get married, which is shake or erasure for the record. And then he uh, says, like, all I want for all I want in my life is just because I wish I could have seen the I do the moment that seals the deal. So as long as you get a, and he says, oh, do you want to have like a, a, a ceremony or just a reception? Because if I could have one point of feedback in this, I just want you to have a legal wedding where you sign the paperwork and then say I do in front of me so I can see it. No reason, just for just for fun. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he he says uh, that he he's willing to go to the wedding without Kathleen, and he can talk to Anne about going to the wedding without a date. And Amy says that would be selfish. I'm acting like a three year old. I'm then he, acting like a homophobe. He kind of hints at the idea that they're not married, 
And then Ricky runs back and he's like, ha, 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 no, 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 we love Mary. And then George says, uh, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's where George says like, oh, oh you should probably say the vows again at the wedding. And they say, yep, yep, uh uh-huh, yep. And then Mm -hmm. he says, okay, bye. And then Ricky says, do you think he saw the video? And then he says, no, he's, I think that he would have said so because he seems, he's too stupid to lie about it. George is standing outside, tears rolling down his face. Um, and then he says, and then he says, I, I love you. And then she goes, Aah. I want to talk about George here. Uh-huh. Because I think I like what he does. You like what he did. Yeah. I mean, it was all because right. He, he found, he found that Amy and Ricky didn't really get married. But he didn't have like a shitty confrontation about it where he's like, right. Because know. if you think about it, he did the same thing with Anne. Oh yeah, I guess he did. And then, and then they had a secret wedding. And I, I think that what he's doing here is nice because he's like he's kind of hinting that he might know but he's kind of like trying to lead them to like oh you should say your vows again no reason so then they'll have an opportunity because like they don't i think at, at their age they won't need like uh they won't need like george to fucking like sign off on them like if they say their vows at the wedding which will be their actual wedding like they can just quietly be like, oh, that was our real wedding, and it, w- there won't be any problem with that, like in season one when it was funny teenagers. That was fun. So, like, I don't know. He's, he's like, giving them an opportunity to have a real wedding while keeping the secret for them. I think that's nice. I think it's a good compromise, and I think it's it's nice that he's... I, I guess if I were George and I was a reasonable person, which I'm not, and I'm not George. I'm, I'm not a reasonable person. I am George. To <laughs> you are George. Record, I would be like, oh... This gives us a good opportunity for everyone to be at their real wedding because uh-huh. everyone's sad that they got to miss out on it. So it actually kind of works out that they're not merely married because then everyone can see them get married for real and everyone wins. But right. I, I think it's I think it's nice that he's he's not like directly pressuring them and he, he's I just not want like George to have a nice conversation with Amy about how she's being a fucking bigot. Yeah, that would be cool. But that's not going to happen because she's canonically <laughs> would, not, even though she that would, really that is. would get him off my uh, worst character list for the episode. Yeah, so Jack's um, at the Bowman's house for some oh, fucking no! reason. Oh, no! Okay, can I please give you a peek behind the curtain? I thought this was my last page of notes, and then I remembered what Jack is about to do, and I'm I'm dead. I'm dying. Yeah, so Jack says, hey, Kathleen, I'm thinking about proposing to Grace. And then Stop Kathleen putting, says, no! Put it away! Put it no. away! Put it away! Put it away, Jack. This is like the fifth time that Jack has tried to propose to Grace to get her to have sex with him. It's a beautiful night. You're the one that I want to do. Hey, baby. Kathleen says, uh. I'm fucking so sick of him. Kathleen says, uh, no, Jack, you do not have my permission. And also, I think it's fucked up that you're trying to use our religion as like a sex toy. I, I do appreciate Kathleen just being extremely mad at, uh, Jack. I really couldn't, like, like, she just sort of chews him out for a while. She does say, you two need to get to know each other. That's the thing Which that I don't fucking that, get cuz she she's she's like here's the here's the problem with your relationship you two have been on and off for years now no and you need to grow up yes uh and what you really need to do for your relationship is slow down take your time and get to know each other without having sex they've they've known each other for like no, dude, 5 years here's what i'm thinking i think kathleen makes a point I think if you asked Grace and Jack questions about each other, there is absolutely no way that they would be able to answer them. Like, like Jack, what is Grace's birthday? Uh, uh, a boner. 
<laughs> yeah, and then uh, she'd be like, my penis? Grace would be like, be like, Grace, what sport does Jack love to play? I, th- I think she could answer that one. She'd be like, Jack, what is Jack's favorite movie? And she'd be like, Jesus, Jesus. Like, they, <laughs> the they don't know the anything Christ. about each other. They dated for, like, six months when they were, like, 15 or 16. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They don't know but shit about each I other. I also don't agree that what they need to do is slow down and take their time. No, to get to know they, each what other. they need to do is cut all ties forever and never speak right. to each other they've, again. They've been they've been doing this thing for all these years. It's clearly not going to work. He One lived of them in their house just, for a fucking year. Can Jack just fucking die? What is he <laughs> contributing to the show? Really, and never get off it. Please. So George calls Kathleen and says, hey, can I come over? And she says, yes. And he's right outside. And then he walks in and he's sad and she hugs him. And that's the end of that. So Jack is in the guest house with Tom and Grace. And he says, Tom, can you leave the guest house so I can have a word with Grace? And he says, okay. And then Grace refuses to look at, at Jack until Tom leaves. And then she turns around and goes, how could you? And then he says, it's because I couldn't stand the thought of you having another guy around. And I would really love to know what fucking guy he's talking about. You know about. what guy? Who? Her guy. Jesus. Because <laughs> it's he not fucking he's... Daniel who's been gone for like eight weeks. <laughs> Who? Um, and then he says like, he says like, I won't, <laughs> I won't ask you to have sex ever again. I promise for one episode, you have one episode of me not asking for sex and I'll do whatever you want or not want to do. And then he makes like happy cuck face as Grace is like, finally what i've always wanted to hear from you in season five. Oh, finally what i've always wanted to hear from you in episode one when you remember already when, no he's done this before remember when he's like like i swear to god they've had like we can just have a no they have room. they have they had this conversation in the first fucking episode of the show well what if it was everything old is new again speaking of which kathy and ethan are now in kathy's grandma's car <laughs> which is yeah. a cool convertible yeah they're in the, they're in car number three a cool blue convertible do they talk about is... anything besides kissing uh ethan says this car is cool and so are you and kathy says are you gonna kiss me or not and he says no i'm sweet and shy and sensitive now and then he <laughs> but then he leans over awkwardly and they have a little awkward kiss and then she laughs, she laughs. and he's like oh no was it that bad and then she isn't she says no i laugh because i happy and my baby kick and then he says i can't wait to take pictures of your tibbies and distribute them illegally yeah and kathy says you know you're not like that anymore and he says yes and then kathy says do you want to feel the babby and he says stomach my son can't touch a stomach i'm not there yet kiss kiss enough for me for one date haha and And then then someone honks honks at them them from behind which is shaker's car and shaker's saying hey fucking hurry it up and stop uh, doing this and i thought i thought that they were on the road and shake your, and that was a, a driver honking at them because they were just no at the, at the, the beginning scene. of the scene uh, uh ethan's like oh shaker's waiting for him and he and it, it points back at shaker and then i see oh, it's brenda vision thanks brenda i really like how how christian you are and how much you hate gay people who's your favorite and least favorite character this week favorite character was jack for giving it a try and giving i'm going it a chance. to decapitate and, uh, you with thanksgiving oh okay i'll try i'll try again i'll try again i'll try again um my favorite character was definitely was definitely um was definitely ben dylan for giving ben another chance uh it was this is hard there was everyone sucked in this episode i gave it to george no because he did that shitty thing with amy at the beginning that's i know but he explained his reasoning for it and he i don't know Uh, nobody was good this week so i appreciated the second thing that george did that was nice 
Margaret would have been my favorite if she hadn't like screamed at Amy for being a bigot. And also she... been and also she was very weird to Kathy at the start. That was also weird. Um in a vacuum, Ethan? Okay. Ethan did a funny organ. Okay. Which is which is, you know, what Jack does every day. My least favorite character was is Amy, which I think is going to be a new continuing trend. I I I actually this week I was like I have a feeling that Amy is going to join the the list of exceptions like you can't just say Amy every time. I mean Amy was so bad in season 2. Yeah, but not like but, this. Yeah, she was bad in a different way. We have Uh so because have... because I have a feeling that Amy's going to be a consistent bottom 3 for me now, I just gave it to Jack cuz I'm dude the Jack and Grace stuff in season five, I can't fucking believe we're still no, doing this shit. It's just I, my brain is melting. I have turned from around on it. it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's so funny that they're doing this. Uh, in boy, five. I wish I could relate because I would love to be entertained by what's happening right now. I'm, I'm just so fucking. It's like it's like it. morbid hilarious. Like like it's so upsetting that it's funny now. It 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 makes my brain itch the same way that I felt as I reached minute one hundred and fifteen of Grease two. <laughs> <laughs> was that when they had the Rockahula racism luau? That was, I believe, right before they cut to graduation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was at the end of the racism luau. Uh, go yeah. listen to our Grant High School Exchange Program episode on Grease 2, just for one dollar. We'll get to that later. We have questions. We have one question. If you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. This one is from friend of the show, Chai. And it says, like, it says, so like... Could you compare Secret Life, a show absolutely full of unlikable characters and without redeeming joy, to Girls, a show absolutely full of unlikable characters and without redeeming joy? Thanks. This is friend of the show, Chai. I've never seen I've Girls. I've never seen you. Girls. Sorry. Bye. Are there any? Are there any other shows that you could? Okay. Um. Who, what is our show filled with unlikable characters and without I, redeeming I, joy? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you, Jordan. I don't watch any of those shows except for this one because I can't stand any show where the characters Secret are Life. Unlikable. If you think about it. And I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat from this. Is a lot like Evangelion. It has full of unlikable characters, and there's no redeeming joy. Literally, if a if a piece of fiction does not have characters that I can enjoy, I just can't stand it. Yeah, um, that's why Breaking that is Bad is the worst show of all time. Oh, so you so yeah, there you go. Uh, goodbye to both of us. I said a bad thing about Evangelion. You said a bad thing about Breaking Bad. We're gonna get this. We're the soldier getting knives and bullets. If thrown at any him. anyone who knows me knows that I hate Breaking Bad. I wanted so <sighs> badly to like Breaking Bad, but it was just not my thing. It's bad. Twitter.com slash Jurgenit. Jurgenit.tumblr.com. Twitter.com slash Posse Stress is me. Twitter.com slash Bradipus Rex is Jordan. We have a Discord where you can uh, chat with us about. Uh, not Breaking Bad. Don't you dare come in and talk about Breaking Bad. Chat with uh, us about Ace Attorney. I want to talk about Ace to, Attorney. Nothing to accomplish there. Yeah, you can talk to us about Ace Attorney. Uh, I'm finally back on the Trials and Tribulation train. It's good, and you love to see it. You're playing it. Are you? You're playing it on like DS, right? A DS emulator. Just kidding. A real DS. A real legal DS. I'm playing it on Switch, so I get the good. I get the funny Harlem Shake references. <laughs> oh, you think that that wasn't in? No, it in I know. The I know that's in the original. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, he says um, he says my hemorrhoids are doing orange justice, and I love yeah. it. <laughs> yes, he says that. Um, he says my hemorrhoids are doing the mannequin challenge. <laughs> um, oh man. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenit, where $1 gets you access to any of our bonus content, secret diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, fan fiction readings, our Circle Jurg episodes, uh, and most importantly, currently, is the grant high school exchange program our monthly podcast where we watch 
a high school teen movie and we didn't do a halloween one this month which which we did we did the fright the frightfully terrible movie of greece 2 um if you want to hear about a song where michelle pfeiffer sings about wanting to date a man growing out of a A motorcycle i see you've got cool writers stuck in your head I have I have let's score stuck in my head. Let's bowl, let's bowl, let's rock. It is and called roll. score tonight for the record. Oh, is it not Fake called let's fan. bowl tonight? I, I, I have I, I have a, a bit of errata here for you uh, right now, which uh-huh. is that uh, since recording our episode, I've found that I don't like the music. I can't stress that enough. Okay, I I like Cool Rider. I don't like the rest of it. I. But, <laughs> It's, it's, a lot of it is catchier than I gave it credit for. Some of it's not. Reproduction is still one of the worst songs I've ever heard in a musical. Reproduction, reproduction. Do you like the fucking do it for the country song about that one? No, that song is atrocious. Tragically, uh, uh, I do think that Score Tonight is catchy. I, Score Tonight I is, hate that fucking song. It's a terrible song. It goes on forever. It's very funny. Anyway, yeah, cut yes. cut this audio and staple it to the end of our Grand High School Exchange program. It's it's and a good episode. It's worth a dollar. We're going to be doing High School Musical two next. That will also be worth a dollar. I promise. Oh, oh my fucking god! I dropped my stapler. Oh, I thought you were just applauding for High School Musical two. <laughs> I'm. Well, I mean, I I will be applauding for High School Musical two. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to watch High School Musical two, dude. You have no I idea. I was watching. I I was watching. I don't dance. Thinking about the good choreography. Have you rewatched Bet on It? No, I'm, I've uh, that one. I'm like, I'm like saving myself. Okay, you you that. can save it, but oh my god, Bet on It is phenomenal. I just, I, I, I just, oh my god, it's good. I should. Did watch you watch these, Fabulous? Uh, no, no, I've only watched I Don't Dance. That's just I Don't one, Dance. Okay. I just, I gave myself one. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm jumping the gun. We'll, I'll, I'll say my thoughts when we get there we'll next get there. month. Anyway, uh, $5 gets you a shout-out in the podcast, and you can send in a message that we will read in Ben Voice ASMR. Optional $10 a month gets you all of that. Plus, you can listen to the recordings live uh, when we record them at 7 or so on Thursday nights currently. So, without further ado, thank you to our 10 and $5 subscribers. Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Stephanie Ruff, Dr. B. Dandy, Colby, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thanks a dunks. Thanks, thanks a dunks. Secretlifepod.com is where you can find all of our episodes where we are hosted on noisespace.xyz, everyone's favorite podcast network, especially people who don't know about it. Uh, make sure that you tell people about Noise Space and how good it is. Please. And if you want to listen to podcasts, we have those on Noise Space, That's such as go. The Island Shuffle. Podcasting is forbidden in the front cloud recesses. Ham Steak fear baiting talk in the microphone what's that one i never heard that one before it's a it's a new one about uh logan whitehurst's discography ah interesting i don't know who that is unfortunately Um, wow radish tuning fork sorry i don't listen to that much music i never listen to logan whitehurst i've heard good things though i'll edit this out my pod Uh, cabbages tuning fork and the rest and the rest so, like we always say at the end of podcast, that monkey never fakes the funk on a nasty dunk. Get trying, get trying to get trying get for trying on the, to on the Google Stadia three dollars and ninety nine cents on sale now. And as always, thanks Brenda. Thanks Brenda. I feel like I have a game recommendation. What is it? Oh, Disco Elysium. Oh, I heard about that. That sounds fun. 
Yeah. Is you know like how I like you know how I like to recommend a video game in the last three seconds of our podcast? This is, que- this is Queens of Games, the segment on our podcast that we do. Uh, Bye. Go, 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 go listen to Pot of Greed also. Bye. That's, that's where that one's from. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.